Hello and welcome back. I am currently running OpenSea's Tumbleweed and I've been running Tumbleweed for right now somewhere in the neighborhood of 40 days and I'm going to talk about it. This video is basically going to be me um, complaining about things about Tumbleweed and OpenSUSE and then I'm going to heap praises on things that I think deserve to be praised in OpenSUSE Tumbleweed. I'm not a fanboy. I like it. So I'm going to complain what I think needs to be complained about. And then I'm going to tell you everything that's good about it. So check it out. So in my personal opinion, the best way to talk about a operating system is start at the beginning. And the beginning happens to be the installer. I've talked about this installer before. I'm not a big fan of it. But I have now installed OpenSUSE Tumbleweed on eight devices. And I understand Tumbleweed just or the installer just a little bit more than I did before in the fact that it, it's kind of like KDE Plasma that it's it can be simple just hit next 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 or you can really dig under the hood and get get your get your hands wet under the hood um, there's it's super powerful probably one of the most powerful and um, tinkerable is that a word uh, installers that it, that's on Linux these days. You can tell when you get into the installer, you can tell it's been around for a while, probably because it's a pretty good installer. Once you once you release the fact that it's not super simple like some of them they have out now, you can really get in there and change things. So let's let's look at the installation. While this is starting up, I do want to mention that uh, the OpenSUSE Tumbleweed ISO does not like to be on a Ventoy disk doesn't for in my in my case scenario i've not gotten it to work on a ventoy disc or a ventoy usb also i've had two computers that uh, dd to a usb did not work both of those were very old computers one of them that potato right there is a amd athlon x2 uh, 1.3 gigahertz 133 speed 1333 speed memory speed all those old numbers it's got a really old last time the last time the uh, bios was updated was 2012 so that's probably a lot to do with that and the other machine that i had problems with was even older it was a 32-bit i got the OpenSUSE 32-bit tumbleweed and it wouldn't install either on that one I ended up burning a DVD, which I haven't done in years. Thanks to K3B, it's easy. Click the ISO and it says, do you want to burn this directly? Yes, I do. Anyway, here we are. You have to hit the agreement. You got to keep in mind, OpenSUSE is created by, is backed by SUSE or SEL, SUSE Enterprise Linux. So they're similar. That's a similar relationship with Red Hat and Fedora. OpenSUSE Tumbleweed is kind of the test bed for SEL, SUSE Enterprise Linux. They are in it for the business, and apparently their business is doing pretty well. I don't remember what point I was making, but let's continue on. Of course, I'm a KDE guy. You Right here, this is the most difficult part. If, if all you want to do, you want to completely erase your hard drive, everything on it. If you have Windows on it, you don't want to dual boot just hit next that's it simple but i digress we will continue on the other thing about the installer that i have noticed and this is again my personal experience is at some point it's going to say 
Okay, it already passed up the repositories. If it says, do you want to use the repositories? Every, most of the times when I've said yes, it ends up failing. If I say no, it doesn't fail. So that's just something to look out for. If you've said yes to the online repositories and you get a failed install, try it again and select no on the online repositories. Unless you're doing a live disk, then you have to. So create a username, create my overly simple password for video purposes. Hit next. Really use this password? Yes. Now, the one thing that is super good about the OpenSUSE installer is when you get to the end, which this is the end, it's going to tell you everything it's fixing to do. Bootloader type, write boot code to, the boot code, write MBR, DVD, everything. Um, the base system, the default system D target, system and hardware settings. You can go in there and change these right now as part of the install, and it will keep it on the installed version. It's, it's actually really good. I like this part of it. Um, for me, I have to disable my firewall or I can't find my network printers in the house. There's probably a simpler set setting than just completely disabling it, but I'm behind a router, uh, behind a router. Therefore, you know, the router acts as a hardware firewall. I really don't need software firewall. I'm not a government agent. As far as you know, I don't need it. So let's go ahead and click install. I am not going to subject you to this install as it takes several minutes so i'll be right back okay we have rebooted this is the welcome screen not much of a welcome screen in my opinion the get software probably is the best thing about this i'm gonna go ahead and click that that takes you to software.opensuse.org and you can search for certain packages this is similar to the aur from arch that it does have user supplied content so if you can't find it, most of the time software.opensuse.org will have it. Something something good to know. I'm going to hit close on that. I have updates available. I used kind of an older version of Tumbleweed for this um, virtual machine. I'm going to switch to my actual hardware install of Tumbleweed in a minute. First thing I want to do is, apparently, according to what I've seen on YouTube, you can't do a OpenSUSE review without talking about YAST. So let's talk about YAST. I am not going to pile on heaps and praises for YAST. It is a great tool, but YAST leaves me disappointed. And I'll tell you why in a minute. Right here in this hardware section. Hardware. Where's my hardware? Where? Where's my hardware? Okay. So where's my hardware slash drivers that I can install drivers that I need? Where is that? It's not on here. There is nothing in OpenSUSE that is an automatic hardware detection and driver select disappointing the rest of yast pretty cool i'm i'm not a fanboy of yast i use it when i have to which is not a lot i i did use yast to install the virtual machine that i'm running i've played around with samba server trying to make an easy easy folder share it works pretty good it's easier than most i've actually used easier i don't remember which one it was it's I don't remember. I'm not even going to try to remember. But anyway, bootloader. You can fire up the bootloader if you... One of the things that's pretty cool about it is you can change your timeout here somewhere. At least I did it on mine. There it is. Timeout in eight seconds. That first screen that shows up showing Grub and 
tumbleweed and tumbleweed alternative options and yada yada. You can change that timeout. I put it on two seconds. I don't want it to not be there, but I don't want it to sit there for eight seconds. Um, you can also select hide menu on boot. I think you push shift when it's booting to get your menu back, if I remember right. Default boot, boot selection. You can change it if you want your windows to be a default boot. You can change it here. So that's pretty cool. Lot, not too many Linuxes out there have a graphical user interface to change your bootloader option. So that's pretty good. Software repositories. Got to talk about that. One of the things you're going to want to do if it's legal in your area is you want to hit add, community repository, hit next, Pac-Man repository. These are for not free things. Uh, Codex and the like. Also, libdvdcss. If your you, if your machine has a DVD drive and you want to watch movies and have a menu in that movie, hit that libdvdcss repository, and you'll get those menus. I'm gonna hit OK. This is a virtual machine, and I'm gonna delete it in about 10 minutes. You gotta hit trust, and we're good. Next thing you're gonna want to do is you want to you're gonna want to install those codecs. Easiest way to do that is in a terminal. I'm not going to be able to do it on here, I don't think, without updating 600 packages, but I'm going to try. sudo zipper in, short for install, opi. It is going to let me do it. And then there's a lot of Linux machines out there that will not let you install something without also updating 616 new packages. So that's pretty cool. Once you've done that, you're going to go sudo opi codex. Hit yes. This is going to go through several different install sections i guess it's called i think what is it they call it it's not i don't know i'll show you in a minute hit yes to that i'm actually going to go ahead and more or less cancel out just because it's a virtual machine i'm going to delete it that's why exactly um so closing about yast very powerful tool disappointing when it comes to hardware and driver management the laptop yes the laptop over here in this other corner, it has a Broadcom driver, or Broadcom Wi-Fi device. A lot of Linuxes do not include a Broadcom driver because it's it's very proprietary, non-free kind of thing. OpenSUSE is no different. It's not included. I can't go to Yast, select hardware, click the button that says install this driver, and then hit next or install or finish or what have you. I had to do it the old-fashioned way. LSPCI. I found the network driver. I found the name for it. And then I had to search the internet for OpenSUSE Broadcom. And it told me to install. I think it was Broadcom-WL, which I did. It installed fine, rebooted the machine. It's got internet. Why can't there be a button for that? See, okay, real quick. I was, <laughs> I was introduced to Linux with a SUSE CD-ROM out of the back of a PC magazine in 1998. It's ironic that I'm settling on a SUSE product now. After all these years, it's ironic. But I've done all the hard things. Back in that, that day, Linux was hard, and Yast was probably a godsend, honestly. However, I've done all the hard things, and now I, I am low-tech Linux because I want easy. I want it to be easy. I want more people to go... This is easier than Windows, and in a lot of regards it is, but I want my hardware driver button, and yes. So I'm going to close this VM out. I'm going to go to my actual hardware, 
I'm going to fire your ass back up and then show you some more of my complaints. Alrighty, so I am back on my actual hardware install of Tumbleweed. And you see, you asked in front of you again, look here in hardware, hardware information. That is not part of the default install. To get that hardware information, I had to do sudo zipper in yes to hyphen tune to get that hardware information. Okay, cool. Is that what I want? No. It does show a lot of information, but it has no buttons. It has no options. It's, it's hardware information. It's exactly what it says, hardware information. Okay, I didn't subject you to that whole probing. And, and it's exactly what it says it is, hardware information. Tons of information. More information than I'll ever need. Radeon 6600 XT. Where's my driver information? Click down. Okay, great. Now I've got some more things. Kernel driver, AMD GPU. Great thing about AMD GPU, I don't have to install it. Oh, and yeah. But again, laptop, no button. Okay, I'm done complaining. Now let's talk about some really good things about OpenSUSE. On my system, I have an AMD graphics card, AMD processor. Um, it installed easy, super easy. And I didn't, I don't have a dual boot, so I just hit next, 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 next. Turned off firewall, hit next. When it got done installing, I was good to go. Didn't have to do anything. Laptop, not, a, not the same. And I'm not going to beat that dead horse anymore. But, uh, you know, created virtual machines. Oops, wrong one. Install hypervisor and tools. And I have both of those installed. I have virtual machine right here. It's good. Um, other than that, Yast is, is awesome. I'm going to give you that. So the repository handling, the way you can go in there and really set things, it's great. Okay, software management. You can install software from Yast in software management. And you just search OBS Studio. There's OBS Studio, which you can tell is not installed. I am using OBS Studio Flatpak. I installed OBS Studio when I first installed Tumbleweed. It worked great for about a week. Quit working. And I did the same thing on Monjaro. Had it installed, it quit working, and I went to Flatpak. Same thing here. I knew the easy way out was Flatpak. I now have the Flatpak of OBS Studio. The way that I got the Flatpak of OBS Studio was through Discover. I gotta figure out where I have it. I don't have it as a shortcut anymore. Okay, Discover. Now, Tumbleweed or OpenSUSE is pretty cool because Discover is KDE Plasma's default um, package manager, and they have figured out how to include zipper plugin support for it, and it works. Some people complain about it. I'm gonna show you in just a minute why I think it's actually really cool. For one thing, I can search OBS Studio, and it's not showing me any. Why not? Try OBS by itself. There we go. That was weird. Okay. Right here where it says launch, if I did not have it installed, it would have a drop down for repository. And the drop down would be repository or flat pack. You select flat pack, you hit install, and now here it is. It says distributed by FlatHub. So I wanted to show you that. Um, real simple um, package manager that gives you FlatHub out of the box. I didn't. I didn't install FlatHub. It was out of the box. Awesome. One of the reasons I love the integration is this right here. I have 130 new updates. I'm not going to make you watch all of those, but I am going to make you watch this. No password. No password. Install updates. Refreshing. Okay. And RPMs are slow. They've been slow ever since 1998 when I first tried it. When I went to Debian, 
Debian's faster. .debs are faster. That was one reason I decided I didn't like RPMs. I don't care now. I'm old and I'm slow. But anyway, you see the install? Installing updates. No password required. Why do you need a password to install updates? Doesn't make sense. Why do you need a password to install a printer? A network in your home printer? Doesn't make sense. Thank you, OpenSUSE, for doing this right. Now, you can also go to command line, sudo zipper dup, D-U-P, short for distribution upgrade. Then it will ask you for your password. I've, I'm, I'm a command line updater. Until this came along, I hit the button, hit the button, I'm done. This is great. And just like that, the updates are done. It's gone. Okay, I think my complaining is more or less over with, and now it's time to heap some praises on Tumbleweed. One of the very first things that I noticed was thumb drive moving large files, like an ISO file. Never before on any Linux has it actually um, predicted when that transfer was going to be done accurately. Never before has it actually said it's done, and it was actually done. It would tell you it's done, and then you go to go to uh, unmount it or eject it, safely remove, whatever you want to call it, and it would say, oh, I'm, trans I'm still transferring files. You better not take it out yet, even though it told me it was done. OpenSUSE, not only does it accurately estimate how much time is left on that transfer, when it says it's done, you can unmount it, and it doesn't complain about not being done yet. Amazing. That is praise. Another praise I'll give the OpenSUSE team is that Wayland and X are both installed and ready to go. X session defaults, probably in case you have an NVIDIA card. Wayland session is installed and ready to go. Just log out, log back in. You're in a Wayland session, and I am in a Wayland session. I stay on Wayland because it works for me. It works great. Pipewire is also installed by default, so no need to mess with that. The last time... When I erased my hard drive and put Monjero back on there, they still hadn't updated to Pipewire being by default. Disappointing. So next up, let's talk about OpenSUSE Tumbleweed Gaming. It games awesome. Absolutely awesome. Monjero gamed good. And Path of Exile, every now and then I'd get to a place where it would stutter and jitter, graphical jitters real bad. I'd have to open up a portal go back to town, come back through the portal, and it, it would fix it most of the time. And I'm talking about my old machine, not this new machine. I, I first installed Open, OpenSUSE Tumbleweed on the, my old machine and had it on there for two weeks and played Path of Exile. No jitters. Not one time did it jitter. Good. So this is my new machine. We're going to check out my couple of games. I'm going to show you real quick. Let me get them loaded up. I'll be right back. All right, this is my Path of Exile loaded up, and we're going to go ahead and just go ahead and hit play here. Get in here, kill a few things, show you how it's running. Um, yeah, I hope I have the volume turned down enough not to blow your ears off. Volume in the game. You can see a lot of action going on. Playing like a charm. Absolute charm. So when I installed Steam, it automatically installed Wine. It automatically installed the 32-bit... Um, dependencies for 32-bit games it automatically installed vulcan and all the vulcan needs it was it was easy and that's the way i like it i want it easy so that's it i'm gonna not bore you with too much of this gameplay we're gonna jump on my other game real quick the other one that i like to play and i'm not worth a i'm not very good at 
but I'll be right back. So this is the other game that I like to play. I'm not good at it. Um, First-person shooter, military-type war game, America's Hero, or America's Army, something, something. It's free on Steam. Yeah, told you, not very good at it. But it plays great. I don't play this as much as I play. I don't play anything as much as I used to, come to think of it. But it is what it is. This game runs great. Have no issues with it. Tumbleweed plays games really good. So I'm going to close this out by saying, is this a beginner-friendly operating system? I'm going to say yes, maybe. If you're the same type of beginner that your first operating system or first Linux system is going to be Arch, you can install OpenSUSE Tumbleweed easier, quicker, much easier. Did I mention easier? Absolutely. If you have ever installed an operating system, Windows, whatever, you can install OpenSUSE. Not hard. Piece of cake. If you've never installed an operating system in your life, maybe not. Maybe. And, you know, there's tutorials out there on how to do this. this beginning of this is basically a tutorial on how to install it. It's not hard. So, beginner-friendly? Yeah, I think so. I think it is. Do I love it? Yes. Am I keeping it? Absolutely. It plays great. Um, it records good. I've got OBS Flatpak working perfectly. I edit in Caden Live. It does great. It's every bit as good as the Manjaro that I've used for the last two years and the Arch that I used for a little while in between there. You know, everybody says, why well, use Manjaro? Go straight to Arch. So I did. I wasn't impressed. I like this. It's good. Do I recommend it? Absolutely. Try it. It is very underrated. It's rock solid. And I've, I've seen threads and forums where they talk about Tumbleweed being too unstable for them. So they went to Arch. What? Huh? Okay. I mean, okay. Sure. Maybe, and, and maybe that was the case. I don't know how Tumbleweed does on NVIDIA um, video cards. I don't know. I don't have one. I don't want one. I like AMD graphics cards when I'm using Linux, and I only use Linux. So there is that. There is a repository. I forgot to mention in the repository list. There is a repository in there for NVIDIA. So you add that repository for NVIDIA, and then you install NVIDIA drivers. You're good to go. But anyway... That is all for this video. If you made it all the way through, very much thanks for watching. And uh, I'll try to edit it down some, but it's long. It's a long video. Right now I'm at 35 minutes. That's 35 minutes. That's not bad. Not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Anyway, until next time, thanks for watching.